Thank you, Spirit of God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Today is another opportunity to hear your voice, to hear your instruction, to hear your words of rebuke and reproof, to hear your words of exhortation. Father Lord, we are available. Speak unto us this morning, this afternoon, this evening, in the mighty name of Jesus. Move like never before, even in our midst. And we shall give you the glory in the name of Jesus. Thank you for each and everyone's life. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Isaiah chapter number 41. Verse number 8 to the verse number 14. Isaiah chapter number 41. Verse number 8 to the verse number 14. Isaiah chapter number 41. Verse number 8. To the verse number 14. That is our anchor scripture for today. I'll be dealing with a lot of scriptures by the grace of God. But this is my anchor scripture. Isaiah chapter number 41, the verse number 8. To the verse number 14. Thank you, Jesus. I read. If somebody can post for us too, we can all read from there to you. I want to be very quick with the reading. And also, I will read the NIV version as well. I am reading the King James version and I'll be reading the NIV version as well. Isaiah chapter number 41 verse 8. But thou Israel art my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham my friend, Thank you. Thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called thee from the chief men thereof and said unto thee, Thou art my servant. I have chosen thee and not cast thee away. Fear not, for I am with thee. Come on. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I hope I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing. And they that strive with thee shall perish. And they that strive with thee shall perish. And they that strive with thee shall perish thou shalt seek them and shall not find them even them that contended with thee they that war against thee shall be as nothing oh God and as a thing of naught. for I am for I the Lord thy God will hold thy right hand come on come on come on saying unto thee fear not I will help thee. Mm. Verse number 14. The last verse. Fear not. Thou worm Jacob. Fear not. Thou worm Jacob. <laughs> and ye men of Israel. I will help thee. Saith the Lord. And thy redeemer. 
the Holy One of Israel. This is the word of God. Let's be quick and read one scripture as well. And then we take it from there. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. It is a scripture that every one of us know. If you don't know, you are not yet a Christian. Please. If you don't know the scripture, you are not yet a Christian. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. If you don't know this scripture, you're not yet a Christian, please. You should be able to even say it of her. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind this is the word the word of the lord may his name be praised in jesus name amen the greatest enemy of a man the greatest enemy of a man is fear yet it dwells with us but if you read the scripture, according to 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7, it simply means that fear exists. But the Lord has not given to you as your possession. It simply means that fear exists. So as human as we are, whether you like it or not, something will cause you to be fearful. But immediately it begins. Number one, it must be rejected because... It has not been given to you by your father. The spirit of fear is everywhere. The spirit of fear is intimidating men. Men of powerful visions and men of, 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 of assignment. Most of them are still coiled up. Most of them are still in their rooms. Most of them are not able to step out. Why? Because the spirit of fear is doing everything possible to intimidate these men so that greatness will not come out of such men and so the lord because of his wisdom the lord because he's all-knowing is already having these things under his cover are we together and so he said the lord has not given us the spirit of fear it doesn't mean you will not be afraid but it must not become your possession it must not become your property. You must not possess it. Listen to me. Each and every one of, of, of us on this platform have something that we fear. Some are afraid of snake. Some are afraid of cemetery. Some are afraid. <laughs> Some are afraid of dogs. Some are afraid of darkness. Some are afraid of cockroach. Cockroach. Some are afraid of ants. Some are afraid of war gecko. It is a natural instinct. Listen to me. It is a natural instinct. Science will tell you that it is a natural instinct. There are some things even before your brain will begin to process. All of a sudden, your, your body will respond even before your brain begin to process. Science is the scientific word for it. 
Science for no more. There is a scientific word for it. And I'm school for anyhow. You see, even before your mind will process it. No, not phobia. Phobia, do you hate the thing? Or you, you yeah. But I, I, there is something in a man that is able to draw your hand from fire. Easy. There is something. There is this mechanism in, in the body. That even before your, your mind process something. I cannot forget this. Your instinct, your reflex. Your reflex. It's a, it's a reflex accent. Okay. But there is, there is a specific word. Why is honorable? Say it's going to search on Google. Today Google has gone to church. You will see. So it's a natural instinct. Fear on its own is a natural instinct. But the Lord is telling us that he has not given us this spirit as our possession. It must not dwell with you in your going out and in your coming in. You must not live your life in a fearful way to an extent that you cannot undertake any task. Not even when the Lord speaks to you concerning a task. Because of fear you cannot step out. Because of fear you cannot undertake it. Because of fear. And this was also a problem of the, of the people of Israel. And the Lord began to address this issue. Today I'm going to tell you why you must not be afraid. That doesn't mean nothing will come to to shake you. No, no, no. That doesn't mean nothing will come to scare you. A lot of things will come to scare you. Yes. A lot of things. Especially when you want to undertake something that is mighty. A lot of things will come to, to, to scare you. A lot of things will try to intimidate you so that you don't undertake that thing. But hey, you've got to remember that the word of the Lord says that he has not given us the spirit of fear. He has not given us the spirit of fear. Therefore, I must not walk in fear. Therefore, I must not be captured by fear. Therefore, I must not be a candidate of fear. Therefore, I must not be a servant of fear. Therefore, I must not be in the prison of fear. And I'm telling you, there are a lot of us, the reason why we cannot do anything mighty in our life is because of fear. Fear of, 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 of failure. I'm afraid I will fail. Most of us, the reason why we don't have confidence is that we are afraid that people will make mockery of us when we fail. If you are not ready to break out of the boundaries of fear, you will never make anything great. You cannot do anything great. The reason why most of us, our self-confidence is down is that we entertain fear. And we are entertaining what men will say. We are entertaining what, what men would say about whatever we are undertaking. And that is what the Lord is telling us. That, Sir, I have given you an assignment. And the assignment demands that, hey, I, I did not add unto you the spirit of fear. But I know that for you to complete whatever I have given I want you to do. I have given you the spirit of power. I have given you love and sound mind. You need these three things to undertake. You need these three things to, to continue. You need these three things to complete whatever task i the lord i have assigned unto you you don't need the spirit of fear and i'm about to tell you why you don't need the spirit of fear what something the lord has not given you you must not take it as a friend something the lord has not given you you must not entertain it something the lord has not given you you must do away with it but how 
what, how do we see things in our generation now? There are men that cannot stand before people to minister. Why? Because they are afraid. In a meeting, we've all been there before. That is why the Lord, by His mercy, is able to give us something called faith. Faith. So when the Lord was talking to Israel, if you don't take care, fear will let you die without accomplishing anything. Fear. You will die without no accomplishment. Fear can waste your life. Fear can waste your life. Fear. Intense fear. It can waste your life. It can cause you to remain at one place thinking that it's a comfortable place. Let me tell you, the reason why most of us we think we are living comfortably is that we are not daring to do anything great because of fear. We are not daring to do anything great because we are so fearful. What will people say? What about if I fail? What about if it's incomplete? People are, are attempting things that are crazy. They have thrown away their fear. Christians are being coiled up like a snail whose eye has been pinched. Immediately you pinch its eye, it, it, it returns back to the shell like a tortoise. Immediately you, you threaten it, it calls back to the shell. You may feel comfortable in your shell, but that is not a place of greatness. You may feel comfortable in yourself, but that is not a place of accomplishment. You may feel comfortable in yourself, sir. But that is not where you can attain your assignment. Your assignment will not run to where you are comfortable. You must step out. You must refuse. You must refuse to be entangled by the spirit of fear. Because the Lord has not given to you. When the Lord was giving you things to accompany or to accomplish that which he has placed upon your life, he did not add the spirit of fear. So where from it? That means that it is something that is hovering around in the atmosphere. It is something that is hovering around with men. It is something that is looking for the lives of men to, 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 to take control. And may you forbid that the spirit of fear will take control of your life. Because great men's life have been wasted because of this. Mighty men have gone down the drain without establishing anything, without accomplishing anything because they are so fearful to start something new. Sir, mommy, let me tell you, sir, the Lord knows that there is something that will cause you to be fearful. He knows. Sir, the circumstance you find yourself, the Lord is aware. As a matter of fact, sir, sir, without due respect, the assignment that is upon your life, the Lord is aware. He knows there shall surely be ups and downs. Come on. He knows the path you should go. He knows the path you should go. He knows that before you get to Canaan, there are certain paths you must take. He is aware of the paths you should go. He knows that sometimes you will go through the, 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 the valley of the shadow of death. He is aware. He is aware that you must go through the valley. 
he is aware that you must go through your lowest point he is aware that you must pass through the desert that there is one thing that that is that is very important because he knows he has also given the provision and that is why he's telling us that sir you should not entertain the spirit of fear if not he will still work with you and you cannot recognize his presence most of us the presence of the lord is with us but we cannot recognize it because we are recognizing and we are acknowledging the presence of the spirit of fear and so because of that we cannot even recognize that the lord is moving with us we cannot recognize that the presence of the lord is with us we cannot recognize that we are walking by the presence of the lord and with the presence of the lord but all that we've got we've got in our mind in our heart is that fear 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 help me lord fear 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 something the lord has not given you and you are entertaining it and listen anything you entertain in your life it comes to stay even when the, even when there is a challenge and you entertain it in your life it will stay it will take a seat and begin to eat with you some situations came as a temporary situation but i tell you most of us we have allowed it to stay and because of that it has become a permanent situation One lady came to me and she was like, <laughs> and because of that, this lady is not getting married because she's afraid that if she should enter into such a thing, and what does it mean? If you are walking with God, if you are abiding in him and he's abiding in you, and you still think that what happened to your grandmother is still lying in wait to also happen to you, for all the prayers you are praying and for all the waiting you are waiting and for you accepting christ as your personal savior make us say the person that it happened to he or she never knew jesus you know jesus you know jesus you know jesus yet you are still speaking your language and because you are speaking your, your language you have allowed that circumstance to stay with you you have allowed that thing that thing to stay with you and because it has stayed with you it will become permanent in your life and it will take grace it will take mercy it will take the lord's power now even when the lord is relinquishing his power in your life the truth is that you will not recognize it because you are too fearful because your interest is in the spirit of fear they will kill me somebody help um arise with my number they will kill me if i build the house if i start building they will kill me hey those that were those that never knew god were the ones they were able to waste your life cannot be wasted how can your life be, be, be in the hands of god and the devil will come and say open your palms i want to pick out gifts of Onu and finish your life how is he having that audacity is he having that audacity? Kindly help me with, help uh, arise with my number. You are not going through a lot. You are not. Beloved, listen to me. We are entertaining fear too much. We are a generation that, that uh, we are entertaining fear something the lord has not given to us you cannot receive the spirit of the lord sir the spirit of the lord is the spirit of boldness the spirit of the lord is the spirit of boldness the spirit of the lord is the spirit of boldness 
when the spirit of the Lord came upon the, the disciples Peter that was not able to stand before men began to stand before men to, to, to speak the word of God he began to speak the word of God out of boldness and so if it is true that you have oh if it is true that you have the spirit of God in you then why the spirit of fear then why are you entertaining fear why my question is why why are you entertaining fear why I thought you said he had the spirit of God. Then it simply means that the spirit of the Lord is not leading you, but rather you are leading the spirit. Do not be drunk with wine, whereas in excess. If you want to be intoxicated, it is the spirit of the Lord that must make you intoxicated. You must be filled with the spirit of the Lord. And when you are filled with the spirit of the Lord, definitely it is the spirit of the Lord that must be in operation of your life. So if the spirit of the Lord that is the spirit of boldness is with you, Oracle, you walk up. Papa David, that's someone please you walk up. If the spirit of the Lord is with you, is in you, is working with you, is leading your life, then you cannot, you cannot entertain the spirit of fear. So if you're on the platform and you're entertaining the spirit of fear. Know this and know it well. Sorry, sorry, sorry. ECG, they've paid me a visit, that's why. Please. Don't entertain it. Take that step. Kill that fear by faith. Let the boldness of the spirit be able to override every spirit of fear that is making you remain at one place some of us we cannot take steps we are afraid what if we are asking ourselves a lot of questions what if but I'm here this morning by the grace of God to give you reasons why you must not fear I am going to give you reasons why you must not fear all based in the word of the Lord the scripture we read According to Isaiah chapter number 41, the verse number 8 to the verse number 14, by the grace of God, I am going to make a deduction from this word for you to understand that when the Lord says that do not fear, he means it. The first statement that comes out of the, the mouth of the Lord when he's putting men on assignment is that do not fear because he knows that, sir, without him, a lot of things will come crashing you down. A lot of things. A lot of things will come crashing you down. But let them come because there is an assurance. Let them come because there is an assurance. Let them come because there is an insurance. The assurance is that the Lord is with us. Oh, come on, come on, come on. The assurance is that the Lord is with us. Kalis Kovele Hate. Insurance doesn't work proper in Ghana. So let me go to abroad. In God and so. The farthest place I've gone is Togo. But I've read about them. So let me talk about them. In insurance, 
in Ghana, insurance doesn't work proper. But in the abroad and co, I have heard, I have read. That if your insurance is intact and you suffer any problem, they are able to replace it as easy as they can and as fast as, as fast as they can, as fast as they can. Forget about Ghana, please. I'm not talking about Ghana. So let's say that you belong to an insurance company and all of a sudden something evil happens to your car happens to your children happens to whatever you have insured they come to your aid so when the insurance tells you that we have you covered truly they have you covered if you can rely on insurance because they are saying they have you covered why why are you depressed because of something that has come to 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 visit you whilst the lord has told you that do not fear for i am with thee the greatest assurance you can get on this earth is the word i am with you the greatest assurance you can get in this world from anybody is the word i am with you sometimes you are going on on a journey where there is darkness when you hear your father's voice I am here immediately you hear your father's voice that I am with you every fear runs every fear disappears because you know that come what may your father will stand in the gap for you how much more the king of kings how much more the lord of lords how much more the creator the creator is with you and he's telling you do not fear yet you cannot take a step because fear is telling you please fear me how much more if you can if you can believe the words of your father if you can believe the words of your mother a mere being a mere human being if you can believe the words of your boss how much more the words of the creator sometimes certain things happen at the workplace and, and you have the assurance of your boss believe me Believe me, your boss will tell you, believe me. Oh, don't be afraid. I will work it out for you. And you are, you are, you are, you are assured because the boss said he or she will work it out for you. Hey! And the boss of all bosses, the creator of all creation, the giver of life is telling you that do not be afraid for I am with you. And you are still thinking about what family witches can do. And you are still thinking about what economy can do. And you are still thinking about what a brother, a sister, who has allowed himself to be occupied by demons. You are still thinking about what they can do. You are not giving yourself the chance to think about what the almighty God can do. So which means that you believe in the assurance of men than the assurance of the creator. Can I tell you something? Your mother knows you. But she doesn't know you better than the Lord. Your father knows you. But he doesn't know you better than the Lord. As a matter of fact, you know yourself. But you don't know yourself better than the Lord. Because you only know what you have been through. And you know what has transpired today. You have no idea what can happen in the next two minutes. What can happen in the next two minutes. Is a secret. Is a mystery. That relies only in the hands of the Lord. What can happen in the next five minutes. 
it's not with my mother it's not with my father my father can invest in with me but i can disappoint him my mother can invest in me but i can disappoint him because he doesn't know what the future holds and there is a god that nothing can hide before him oh jesus oh what is this there is a god that nothing can be hidden before him and is that god that is saying that do not be afraid it is this same god this um, this morning this afternoon this evening i want your faith in the lord to be lifted i want you to be highly encouraged i want the faith in you the faith you possess to be exalted listen to me no man's word is 100 percent by the lord no man i know men that have promised men yet when the time came they were not they were not there for them do i have a witness men can tell you but when the time comes they will not be there for you if you think what i'm saying is not the truth where is your mother when you are growing up have you forgotten the words of your mother i'll be there for you i'll do this i'll do that the true baby your mom is gone she has become an angel the lord has called her it's a simple indication that men do not last but the lord is everlasting the assurance of men that looks so good unto you it doesn't last and i want you to get this and get it well that the only person that you can rely on his words is your creator is your source is the lord blessing somebody it's your source it's your source if you have given up on anything because of fear go back and take it because i'm going to tell you why you must not fear 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 Isaiah chapter 41 verse 8 Isaiah chapter number 41 verse number 8 let me read the King James version as about you Israel my servant Jacob whom I have chosen you descendants of Abraham my friend I took you from the ends of the earth from its farthest corners I called you I said you are my servant I have chosen you and have not rejected you so do not fear NIV that's what I'm reading so do not fear Mm. oh Jesus for I am with you do not be dismayed for I am your God I will strengthen you and help you I will uphold you with my righteous hand all who rage against you will surely be ashamed and disgraced why because he's with us those who oppose you will be as nothing and they will perish best of though you search for you though you search for your enemies you will not find them those who wage war against you will be as nothing at all for i am the lord your god who takes hold of your right hand and says to you do not fear he takes hold of your right hand and says to you do not fear he takes hold of your right hand and says to you do not fear i will help you verse 14 do not be afraid 
you wept. Jacob, little Israel, do not fear. For I am, for I myself will help you. Hey, hey, hey. For I myself, this is the Lord speaking, will help you. Declares the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. This is the assurance of the Christian. This is the assurance of the child of God. Say, I don't know how you, you are thinking about God and how you are thinking about your situation or your circumstance. But the truth is that we, we carry around with an assurance that is even evident in the word of the Lord. Our assurance is not in men. Our assurance is not in the creation. Our assurance is in the creator. And these are the words of your creator. These are the words of your source. I've got no assurance in men. I have had friends and people that told me if, if you help me do this, if you help me with this, I will also do this for you. It was done. Their promise was never done. I remember one lady said, Oh, daddy, jokingly, she was joking with me. And someone can say, she thought she was joking, but for me, I took it serious. I said, oh, My daddy, promises are made to be broken. I said, Thank you. And I blocked her. Thank you. And I blocked her. Yes. So I just want you to understand that men, if your assurance is in men, then you are, you are not better than death. I'm telling you, man. I said promises are made to be broken. I can't fight because I didn't force it. So if you have problem, you have a problem. You have a problem. You have a it didn't take two days. I prayed, I fasted. I prayed with her. For like two weeks, I had not heard from her whether it has gone through or not. Then three weeks, time she called and said, the Lord has been faithful. I said, hallelujah. And the end called. She called back in three days. I thought she was going to prepare. <laughs> you want to put your assurance in men? Your expectations is on men. I remember that time now you two of you are meeting me. Oh, and you are not able to carry for Abba. I am not able to carry for me. The train came and I was She called again. I was like, "Hey, Mama, have you forgotten your promise?" I was oh, Abba, it is true, but but you know, promises are made to be broken. I said, "Thank you very much," and I blocked it. Then I took the lesson out of that. Listen. You must not allow yourself to be bitter because of men. Good men are there to bless us. Bad men are there to give us lesson. Take, learn something out of it and move on. Whether you like it or not, these two types of men will come into your life. Some will come to give you experience. Please learn something out of it and move on. Don't be bitter for nothing. Don't be walking around carrying around with, with burdens because somebody disappointed you. Because somebody cut short your expectation. Let them cut short my expectation. I will learn a lesson out of it and move on. Now I am more tougher and more stronger because I have been learning. Life is a good teacher. Back to my message. Sir, if you want to know the sweetest thing you can ever hear, Take it from me. My name is Pastor Enoch. I cannot tell you my fancy name. The truth is that when you hear the Lord say, do not fear for I am with thee. That is the only thing you need to hear. 
in whatever journey you are embarking on. When you hear the Lord say, go to this place for I am with you. That is all you need. It is better than the Lord giving you money for the journey. Because that is the assurance and that is the insurance. What? No matter what happens, you fall back to the Lord because you know that he is with thee. Are we together? If you are hoping to hear something from the Lord before you embark on whatever journey you, uh, uh, you want to embark on. The only thing you've got to hear is for I am with thee. Sir, may the Lord never send us to a place where he would not be with us. It is deadly. It is deadly. Going to a place that the Lord is not with thee. Hey. May the Lord never send us. That is why there are a lot of us. Because we think we are anointed. We go whatever place we want without asking God. Before we realize. Then you must say. Then we begin to blame God. Was he with you? Was he with you? Did you get the words of assurance from him? It's another topic for another day. But when you hear the word. For I am with you. It is the greatest thing you need to undertake whatever journey. It means that this, this particular statement it simply means that no matter the circumstance, you will prevail because he is victorious. No matter the circumstance, you will prevail. No matter the ups and downs, there is somebody with you. Men cannot see with their eyes but he will make sure you won't fail. Oh, hallelujah. If you take your time and you go through the, 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 the New King James Version, if you go through it, you will see or you find out that in the New Testament, you will find the word, do not be afraid, seven to one times. Do not be afraid, seven to one good times. Okay, can New Old Testament, it is said that it is 365 which means that each and every day of your step there is an assurance from God that do not be afraid which means that there is an assurance that is keeping you on your toes and that is telling you every day that do not be afraid and I've told you that it simply means that there is something to scare you if there is nothing to be afraid, the Lord would have told you that do not be afraid. This is the mystery. If there is nothing to be afraid of, he won't tell you that. So let's say that the Lord is sending you on an assignment. If there is nothing to fear, he won't tell you do not be afraid. A lot of people he encountered, the Joshua's, the Gideons, mentioned their names. Most of them before they, uh, they, they undertook anything, any assignment, they had the word of assurance that said, do not be afraid, for I am with thee. It is one of the greatest words you can ever hear before undertaking an assignment. May our faith overcome any form of fear. May our faith overcome any form of fear. May our faith overcome any form of fear. In the name of Jesus.
Why must I not be afraid? Number one. In the verse number eight of Isaiah chapter 41, the Bible says, the reason why I must not be afraid is that he has chosen me. He has called me. I must not be afraid because I have been chosen. I, have not, I must not be afraid because I have been called. The Lord is able to empower the people he calls. Every man or every, every person or anybody the Lord appoints. The Lord is able to equip such a person for the journey. So the reason why the Lord says I must not be afraid is that he is the one who has called me. I didn't call myself. You didn't call yourself. He is the one that have called you. And because he has called you, he is able. The Bible says that faithful is he who has called us. Faithful is he who has called you. He is the one that have chosen you to be in that marriage. And so you must not be afraid because come what may, he will not leave your hands. Come what may, he's with you. Come what may, he will not forsake you. This is the assurance that we need for whatever journey we are backing on. So I need not be afraid because I have been chosen by the Lord. It is not an, an appointment by the government. It is by that if it had been an appointment by the government, the government would have fired me at any time. But this time it is an appointment by the Lord. He is the one that have chosen me. He is the one that have chosen you. And that is why we have every good reason never to be afraid because if he is the one that have chosen us, I remember scripture in 1 Peter chapter 2 the verse number 9, he said, but you are a chosen people, a holy nation, a people belonging to God. I do not belong to my mother or my father. Don't they give birth to me. They were mediums through which I entered into this world. But the truth is that I belong to God. I am chosen of God. I have been called by God. And so I have every reason not to be afraid of whatever comes against me because the Lord is with me. I have, I have every reason. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. I am God's special possession because He has called me, because He has chosen me. If the marriage you are in was chosen by God, do not be afraid. No matter the number of times that, that, that a divorce will knock on your door, you will overcome it all because you have been specially chosen to be in that position. If the work you find yourself doing was chosen by the Lord for you, then there is nothing that can break you into pieces because he is with thee. The only assurance I need is when the Lord says, I am with you. I'm okay. Can you imagine the, 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 the president of this land telling me that? Don't be afraid wherever you are staying. Because I am with you. Hey, you will see the pride that it will come along with. The president tell you that don't be afraid. You are having the president assurance. The president has given you a place and he's telling you that don't be afraid. Nobody can eject you. Because I have chosen you to be at that place. If we can trust the assurance or the words of the president, how much more the words of the one that created the president? This is my humble plea. If you're able to trust the words of the one that created the president, you will drive away fear. You will drive away fear. Just like that. You don't need to, to shout at fear. Fear will just disappear. Because <laughs> it will know that it has no place in you. Truthfully, the Lord has not given you the spirit of you. Are we together? Mommy, 
Fear not because the Lord has chosen you. Fear not. People will try to intimidate you because you are a young person. Because you are a youth. Fear not. Because the Lord has chosen you. So, which means now over that way. Oh, as of today, no be able to be. We turn them in circle and toss like a cow. Which means, which means, you have not chosen me. You cannot destroy me. You have not called me. You cannot dismiss me. The only person that can dismiss me is one. The Lord says He's done with me. He is the one that can dismiss him. I salute you. It is only the Lord that can dismiss me. If you have not called me, you cannot dismiss me. And this is how you must live your life. So that you will not be intimidated by fear. The one that is chosen by the Lord cannot be intimidated by fear. That doesn't mean fear will not come knocking. Fear will come knocking, but please, let fear know that it, it, it didn't choose you. It is the Lord that chose you. I belong to the Lord. I've been called to be his own. I've been called to be his own. I have been called to hold the position that is anointed by the king of kings. I have given the Lord to lead by the king of kings. And so I'll not be afraid. Why must I not be afraid? Number two. Verse number nine. Because God has not rejected me. In the verse number nine. If you are reading the King James Version, it will be, if, if you are reading the NIV, it will be very simple for you. I will not be afraid. Why? Because he has not rejected me. In the verse number 9, it says that I took you from the ends of the earth, from its father's corners, I called you. I said you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. The Lord has chosen me. He has chosen you. He has chosen that marriage and he has not rejected you. And because of that, it is enough to have that assurance not to be afraid. Why must, not be, why must I not be afraid? Number two, because the Lord has not rejected me. David said, if my mom and my dad reject me, if your mom and your dad reject you, hey, it's not the end of your life. If your mom and your dad reject you, it's not the end of your life. Because at the end of the day, they can even give birth to you and still die. And it will be left with you in this lone world. I tell you. It's just an indication for you to know. It is just an indication for you to know that you must not be afraid. Because the Lord has not rejected you. Listen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The only time you must be fearful is when the Lord rejects you. The only time you must be afraid is when the Lord says, I have rejected this one. Though my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Hey. The Lord will receive me. I don't care about the number of people that reject me. When the Lord says he has not rejected me, it's enough for my life. I remember the days of David when David was anointed he said so I have rejected when the Lord rejects you you cannot do anything about it when the Lord rejects you you can't do anything about it when the Lord rejects you you can't do anything about it because before he rejects he has already appointed somebody to replace you may I never be replaced 
And so, Lord, help me to be careful about my work with you. I tell you, sir, MSB, I salute you. The truth is that the reason why you must not be fearful, you must not be afraid, you must not carry around with the spirit of fear, is that it's the Lord that has received you and not rejected you. In the verse number 9, I'll say, I have not rejected you. Sir, these people that the Lord is speaking to, the people of Israel, they had gone to, they, got, they had gone even into captivity. In the land of Assyria, they had gone through captivity because of idolatry. They had gone through all these things. Yet the Lord said, because I have called you by my name, I will not reject you. You can go through everything or anything at all. I have the Lord, I have not rejected you. Sir, your situation doesn't mean that the Lord has rejected you. Hey. The fact that there is a small struggle does not mean the Lord has rejected you. I remember in some time past, I was lying down quietly with my head up and I was asking the Lord, Father, why have you rejected me or have you taken your hands off me? Sorry, because in that season, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, is the phones of Because in that season, I thought I had lost it all. I thought nothing was going to work for my life. To be frank, I thought I had lost the anointing. Though I knew I had done nothing wrong, but I was feeling that I have lost it because the hatred was too much. Because people were saying all manner of things about my life. I, I things I, I know nothing about are the exact things I use this ear of mine to hear. But in all these, sometimes I can enter into my room and be crying. Sometimes I feel rejected. Sometimes I don't even want to get closer to men because I thought that all men have heard my pain and have concluded that I am the evil one among the, the pastors, not knowing that the Lord had received me and not rejected me. Not Knowing that the Lord had chosen me, I was living in fear, thinking that men will not accept me because the Lord has rejected me. Not knowing that the Lord had already anointed me, chosen me, and accepted me already. And that settles it. If you have not been rejected by the Lord, it settles the issue, it settles the matter. If the Lord has not rejected your relationship, come on, let the storm come. Let the turbulences arise. It will survive. Hey. Let your ministry be hit by storm. It will survive. Let your ministry be hit by the storm. I don't care wherever the storm will come from. It will survive. Let the work of your hands be hit by the storm. It will survive. It will survive. The reason why it will survive is that the Lord has not rejected you. Those that are perishing are those uh, those that are perishing are those that the Lord has rejected. If you see so perish, it means that he has been rejected. Because if he has not been rejected, then he would have been protected. Those that the Lord has not rejected, he has the ability to protect them. That is why you must not be afraid. That is why you must not entertain, entertain the spirit of fear. The Lord has not rejected you. Sir, in God's timing, you have not been rejected. What you are seeing is for your own good. What you are going through is for your own good. It is not a sign of rejection. It is a time of experience. Learn something out of it. Check yourself. If you still have the spirit of the Lord upon you and in you, it is enough. Check yourself. If you see, if you still hear the voice of the Lord, if you are still in tune with the spirit, then you have the greatest assurance 
For I am with thee. For I am with thee. It is enough for the journey. For I am with thee. It is enough for the journey. For I am with thee. It's enough for the ministry. For I am with thee. It's enough for the marriage. For I am with thee. It's enough for the next level. For I am with thee. It's enough for your assignment. It is enough for the assignment. Lay house cover. Hey. Can somebody encourage him or herself today? So the Lord is not done with me. Hey. Ay, ay, ay. The Lord is not done with me because he has not rejected me. Fear cannot be my portion. Mm. The reason why I must not be afraid. Number three. <laughs> Is what I just said. The verse number 10. I said, Do not fear, for I am with you. The greatest assurance. Fear not. That is the King James Version. For I am with thee. If the Lord be for me, if the Lord be for me, if the most have be for me, if the most have be for me. What can scare me? <laughs> if you live in fear, you can never do anything magnificent for God. You can never do anything great for God. If you are living in the fear of what men will say. You can't do anything magnificent for your life. Oh, Jesus. So the reason why I must not be afraid is that scripture says, for I am with thee. For I am with thee. Have you forgotten how secure you were when your, your father or your mom said, I am with you? Go, I am, I am with you. Oh, let's go. I am with you. Sir, the presence of the Lord is able to bring calmness in your spirit. When the Lord is with you, it is, it is, it is able, let me say, his presence is able to, to cause every spirit of fear to disappear. His presence. The sweetest that a man can enjoy is when you are of the greatest assurance that the Lord is with you. There are a lot of scenarios and a lot of examples in the word of the Lord where we read that and the Lord was with this and the Lord was with Jacob and the Lord was with Isaac and the Lord was with Moses. You, we, we keep on reading these things. And the Lord Laban told Jacob I've learned by experience that the Lord is with you because I am prospering because of you. When the Lord is with you, it is evidential. Men will testify. Men will testify. When the Lord is with you, you don't speak the words of mere men. Even if you are supposed to say something that a mere man said, when you begin to say it, it will look different. When God is with a man, and the presence of the Lord is, a man, is with a man. And the Bible says that the Lord is the spirit. 
and wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. A man that is surrounded by the presence of the Lord is living in liberation. Is living in liberation. Nothing can entangle my life because the presence of the Lord is with me. He said, for I am with you. That is why you must not fear. The presence of the Almighty must be cherished, sir. Anytime that fear will try to come upon you, remind yourself that the Lord is with me. Just remind yourself. Remind yourself. Number four. Why must not be afraid? Verse 10. He said, do not fear because I am your God. Hey. Hey. I am with you. Three. The fourth says that I am your God. The sovereignty says that I am your God. Oh, Jesus. You can hear this message and go back and cry. He is my God. Do not fear because I am your God. For I am your God. And when the Lord becomes your God, then definitely there is a strengthening. I will strengthen you. I will help you. Why entertain fear again? He is my God. In every situation, you are my God. You remind yourself of this beautiful assurance. I am not giving up because the Lord is my God. Mm. Blessed is the man whose God is the Lord of Israel. Blessed is the man whose God is the God of Israel. He's the one that no situation can overpower. No situation can overshadow him. No situation can cause him to lose his position as God. Please, you're all welcome. Mama Sharon and Mama Amenin, you're all welcome. No situation can cause him to lose his kingdom. When the Lord is with you, you are backed up by a great kingdom. Oh, Jesus. So you see why you must not be afraid. Oh. So you see why you must not be afraid. You must not be afraid. You must not entertain fear. You shouldn't entertain the spirit of fear. That is not a possession that the Lord has given you. It is not a property. It is not a, a property to entertain. You've got to release it. Throw it away because he has given you power. He has given you a sound mind. He has given you love. I'm supposed to love, walk in love, not in fear. I'm supposed to walk in power. I'm walking in power. I'm not supposed to walk in fear. That is not my portion. The Lord has not given me that spirit. It is, it is roaming about, but I can't possess it. And it can't possess me. Because, because I am a man of faith. And after that, I am a man that the Lord God is my God. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Blessed is the nation. Diana, Sanebaka, God bless you, man. Why must I not be afraid? Because he is my God. That is all I need. 
The backing of your father is limited, mom. The backing of even the president is limited. If you need, oh, come on. If you need an everlasting backing, an everlasting backup, is when you receive it from God. <laughs> and he becomes your God. Oh, what is this? Sorry, 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 sorry. Forgive me, please. When he becomes your God, and when he is your God, he says, I will strengthen you. He says, I will help you. Sometimes, because of how life looks like and how we are, we are mortals, sometimes, sometimes you get tired. And immediately you get tired, he says, I am here. I will strengthen you. May you receive that divine strengthening in every aspect of your life. In the name of Jesus. May you receive that divine strengthening in the name of Jesus. May you receive that divine strengthening in the name of Jesus. Sometimes you want to give up. Sometimes you want to say enough is enough. Have you forgotten that the Lord is with you? Hey. Have you forgotten right now? Have you? I have not forgotten. I pray you don't. And my prayer for you as well is that if you have become weak because of certain crises you have been through. May the Lord who is your God strengthen you in the name of Jesus. He said, I will strengthen you. And so I will say, I will help you. The help of man is, is, is vain. There is a help that coming from above that satisfies the soul, the longing soul. May the Lord help you. May the Lord help us. That situation that is causing you tears. Stand as a servant of the Lord. And I speak as an oracle. That may the Lord help you. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord help you. May the Lord help you. 2024. May you enjoy the help of God. David said, I lift up my eyes onto the hills from where come in my help. Maybe most of us, we are looking at certain places for help to come. Yet it is not coming. Our help coming from the Lord. The giver of life. May he help you from the sanctuary. May he help you from the sanctuary. May you obtain help even this afternoon as we are waiting on him as, as we are praying unto him may we receive help from above in the name of Jesus that help that cometh from only him may it be our portion in the name of Jesus and he said sometimes 
because you and I we are human you will feel weak you will feel helpless he says when you feel weak he will lift you or he will strengthen you sorry and he says when you lack help when you become helpless he says he will help you and he says I will uphold you this time maybe after receiving the strength you still lack the ability to walk again or go go about your assignment he said I the Lord will uphold you may the Lord uphold your marriage may the Lord uphold your ministry may the Lord uphold your assignment may the Lord uphold your vision in the mighty name of Jesus may the Lord uphold you with his right hand and may he lead you on the right path in the name of Jesus what can I do? I can't help myself. I can't help myself. I can't help myself. And so I hold me. And he says that because I am with thee, I will strengthen you. My prayer for you this afternoon. If you are feeling weak in any aspect of your life, in any area of your life, receive the strength of the Lord. Receive the strength to move on. Receive the strength of the Lord. The strength to move on. The strength to carry on. The strength to push. The strength to live that dream. The strength to live that dream. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The strength to live that dream. The strength to push on. Push ahead in the name of Jesus. The strength to say it is not over until it is over. The strength, that strength, that strength, that strength to say it is not over for God is with me. Hey, and I will strengthen you. I will help you. And I will uphold you. Your feet will not hit any stone. You will not fall again. Because the Lord says, I will uphold you. I will uphold you. Your marriage will not crash anymore. You will not enter into this relationship and jump into another relationship and jump into another relationship because it keeps on failing and it keeps on falling. But the Lord says, I am upholding you. And so, when the Lord upholds you, you will not cry anymore. Tears. No more. Tears. No more. Why is the Lord saying that I shouldn't fear? He's saying I shouldn't fear. Because he is my God. And he is my God that takes my that takes hold of. He said, I am the Lord your God. Who takes hold of your right hand? He takes hold of my right hand. He takes hold of my right hand. You know, David was walking in the consciousness of this. So anytime you hear you say the Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord, the Lord is my soul and my backlight. He redefines who the Lord is to him in every situation. This is the attitude that I want each and every one of us to have. A situation rises. 
and you're able to say, the Lord is my light and my salvation. A situation arises and you're able to say, the Lord is my shepherd that shall not want. I'll leave, rest, cover. A situation arises and you're able to tell yourself, hey, my soul, arise and praise the Lord. Situation comes and you are able to stand and say, these things I'm saying can only be said by men that are not entertaining fear. The Lord is my shield. The Lord is the lifter up of my head. Hey. Men will cause me shame, but the Lord shall lift my head. He was walking in the consciousness of this. And this is a generation that have lost the consciousness of who God is. But if only you can walk in, in the knowledge of who God is, fear will not even locate where you are. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Can you think of a situation that is so dangerous? A scary situation. That something evil is coming at you. And all of a sudden, you hear God's voice. I am with you. I am holding your right hand. I am standing right here. I have not left you. I am too. I am here with you. I am not gone. I am holding your right hand. All of a sudden, the fear of that situation will vanish. The fear of that situation will vanish. The intimidation of that situation will vanish. And that is exactly the scenario the Lord wants us to see and know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is holding your right hand. The right hand of your family is being held by the Lord. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. As little children, we are not afraid because we have the greatest assurance that He will not leave us to be knocked down by a car. This is the assurance I want you to have when the Lord says, I am with you. Even with that, the Lord is not like our Father. Who can be scared of an articulator and run away and leave us? In this generation, anything, anything can happen. The Lord is not like that. That's why He said, When you go through the waters, I'm there with you. When you go through the fire, I'm there with you. Yesterday I told you that it simply means that you have, the Lord is giving you a foreknowledge of things you're about to go through. There is fire, there is water. When you read the scriptures, you must admit. Don't just read it and jump and there you go. Admit that you will go through these similar situations like the waters. Similar situations like, like fire. Similar situations like going through the valley of the shadow of death. Similar situation. But hey, one thing is for sure. He is my God. He's holding on to my right hand. Let me take the last thing from the verse number 14 that I close. Why must I not be afraid? The verse number 14. He said something. I'll say, you worm Jacob. You little Israel. That means that sometimes you can see that you are little. <laughs> hey, yeah, diva la senos. Sometimes you, you, you can acknowledge that ah, my bread. 
the Lord knows that we are human. We are human and so these things are possible. He knows it. He knows that we have weaknesses. So sometimes we will go weak. Now listen to this word. You cannot compare worm to snake. Snake is way, strong, way stronger than worm. Worm is soft. And look at how the Lord is describing Jacob. Jacob Israel this word. This word alone. Jacob So your situation, the Lord knows. Jacob Israel Jacob, don't be afraid. Little Jacob, little Enoch, little Ephia Kratos, little Beset. Man, I see you to be little, it is true. And he says, Little servant justice, do not be afraid, for I myself will help you. Thank you, Jesus. For I myself, little Odura, do not be afraid, for I myself will help you. Little Rejuan, little Lefia, little Enoch, for I myself. Hey, he didn't say he would send angels. Little Maria, Odada, hey, little Emmanuel. Little Emmanuel. Little gift. I said, I know you are little. I know we am brave. Not just say our circumstance is before the Lord. He knows our situation. He knows our state. That sometimes we feel like oh, rather my prayer. Yesterday, I told my wife after the midnight session, sleep left me. I looked at her face, I said, I'm tired. <laughs> the Monday, the Tuesday, I said, Ah, I'm tired. Sleep, sleep had left me. When the spirit is at work, and everything comes to an end, then your human or your mortal being begins to respond to nature. And this is the state the Lord knows we are in. Sometimes we have been a need, then 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 we are as we know soon. Yes, manin soon we nipa. The Lord is aware of that state. Manishun. Manishun. I told them now, it's soon by soon. Don't harbor it. Let it come. You are human. But make sure that after it has been released, you don't go back to it again. And when it has been released, remember that the Lord says, do not be afraid. You worm Jacob. 
little Israel. For I myself will help you. I am not sending contingents. I am not sending angels. I am not sending I myself. I the Lord. I the Lord. I the Lord. I the Lord. I myself. Not anybody. I am not giving order to anybody to come to your aid. I myself will help you. And so I said, declares the Lord. A.K.A. Eradin Osir. It settles everything. Somebody say, it is settled. Mommy, when you hear the voice of God, when you hear the declaration of the Lord, it is settled. And as you have typed and as you have declared, so shall it have an expression in your life. No more fear. No more living in fear. By this light we have received, no more fear. No more fear that stops men from taking steps. And if there is no more fear, then I'm telling you that you are marked for exploits in the name of Jesus. Then I am telling you boldly by the efficacy of God's word that you are marked for greatness. You are marked for exploits by your faith. By your faith. By your faith. You have entered into the realm of doing exploits. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Finally, the reason why you must not be afraid is that he created you and he formed you. Verse 1. He said, I'm jumping and I'm going to this. Verse 1. It was God that created you and formed you. Listen. When God says that he loves you, it's not like the love of man. It's not like the love of boyfriends and girlfriends. It's not the love of this generation that says I love you without meaning it. And the Lord loves you. Because he will show you much care. Who show you much favor. And so I stand on this altar of prayer and I declare over your life may the Lord show you favor. May the Lord show you care. In this year 2024, may you have an encounter with another dimension of the Lord's favor. In the name of Jesus, this time you yourself will testify that ah, this is the favor of the Lord. I couldn't have done this by myself. I wouldn't have done this by even the influence of my family. But this is the divine favor of the Lord. You are having an encounter with the favor of the Lord. And that will change everything about your life. I speak this over your life. And I pray that let it remain even in your atmosphere. That wherever you shall be, this shall find expression in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever you shall be, you shall find the favor of the Lord shall find expression in your life. In the name of Jesus. Let's confirm this 
thing I'm hearing. Wherever you are, just put your right hand on your heart and say this peacefully and quietly. Oh Lord. Are you saying it? Say, oh Lord. Strengthen me. Oh Lord. Strengthen me. Men type you. Say it. Oh Lord. Strengthen me. Oh Lord. Strengthen me. Oh Lord. Help me. Oh Lord. Help me. Oh Lord. Help me. Oh Lord. Uphold me. In the name of Jesus. By divine authority. I suspend every disgrace that would have hit anybody on this platform. Any orchestrated disgrace that would have erupted against your life. Let God be our God and let the devil be put to shame. In the name of Jesus. Any shame. Any shame. In the shape. I see a gathering, but this gathering is a gathering that that will push somebody into shape. Your orchestrate. Yes, you say. So you will fall into it. 